God bless you. Look, I'm here to give you some more good news today. God loves us so much. God cares about his people. And God has not forgotten about us, his people. Uh, On March the 9th, 2020, God blessed us with this sermon. It comes from Isaiah 43, 18 through 28. And it is entitled, God is doing a reset. I just want you to hear the word of the Lord. It richly blessed us at the ministry. And it's been a blessing to us. It's been keeping us even through this pandemic. It blessed me today before I released it. God had me to go and hear it and hear the word and apply it to my life and understand God is calling for higher. He's wanting to take us higher in him, but he's requiring so, so much more from us. So again, I pray that you hear this word. I I pray that your heart, your mind, your spirit is pierced by these words and that you will apply it to your life and you'll just stand and you assume your responsibility in the kingdom on today. I wanted to share our physical address is 111 Broadway Drive. That's here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, 39465. If you need prayer, if you need spiritual counseling, or if your loved ones or friends need prayer or spiritual counseling, the number to dial is 470-377-1422. We are here for you. We are praying for you. We just ask that you surrender to Christ. If you don't know God, as if, if Christ is your personal Savior today, I want to extend an invitation to you. If you just need to hear and learn and, and know more about God, give us a call. Again, that number to dial is 470-377-1422. God bless you and enjoy the word from the Lord. Something new, Sister Bonita. It ain't because we're so good, but somebody just say, sometimes he got to reset us. Sometimes he got to reset us. If the word of God says that everything that God created was good according to Genesis 1 and 31 about the sixth day the word of God tells us he looked at all that he created and said that it was it was good for something to be bad or for God to to have to reduce something because of him would make him an imperfect God, Sister Amanda. The fact that God is having to redo something that he created everything has nothing to do with him, it's the people. God is saying Israel, in this case, I'm gonna get to the church in a minute, But he said, Israel, once again, I've delivered you from the enemy's hand. I've parted seas. The whole time I allowed you to go through the desert, 
I sustained you. But there was a purpose for that journey. But at the same time, he said, it's a reset. God is saying, church, when I tell you I'm doing a new thing in you, it's because some things need to be done differently. Amen? Amen. We can't look like our forefathers. That's what he's telling Israel here. You can't do what your forefathers, and we ain't got to go that far back. We can't do what the past deacons and the past prophets and the past uh, prophets and, and evangelists, y'all can't we can't keep doing the things that they did and expect for God to keep blessing us because we'll fall victim just like they did, if not worse. Because I believe that to whom much is, much is required. If God is going to pour his mighty anointing on your life, it comes with a lot of responsibility. Everybody claiming to be so anointed and so appointed, but they looking like everybody else. I think you're supposed to look a little differently because if these are the people that God says, I'm going to have to redistribute the anointed because we have to look. We'll look at Elijah and Elisha. After Elijah passed, his protege, Elisha, the Bible said it, uh, he operated under the same anointing. When the men and women of God passed that were even doing good, the anointing does not die. Okay. So even the ones that God are taking the things from, the anointing, he's not going to let it die in such a time as this. When there's gross darkness and sickness and disease, I told y'all the cancer center, if you ain't been, just go ride by there. It looks like a mall. It's full corona, all this stuff. These are modern day plagues. And for this type of thing, we're not fighting and wrestling against flesh and blood. We need a mighty anointing. Only the anointing is gonna destroy the yoke. So God said, there is going to be a spiritual transfer, but he said there is nothing new under the sun. He's talking about sin. He's talking about sickness. He's talking about disease. But he's also talking about anointing. So God I'm doing a reset church. That's what he's saying over and over. God had to turn things into piles of rubble. Over and over, God had to reject once highly anointed and appointed people. That's why I don't get full of myself. I don't let folks call me, pump my head up, because if Solomon, the wisest man that ever walked this earth, fell, God, what about little me? What about Saul, the first king to ever reign over Israel? If he fell, God, what about me? What about David, a man after God's own heart? He loved the Lord. But he turned out to be a murderer and an adulterer. 
What about you and I? So keep yourself humble. Don't think of yourself in your say you sober judgment. But somebody say God is doing a reset. Now when God does a new thing, I need for y'all to understand. He doesn't pour new wine in old wine skin. Y'all so busy trying not to offend your friends and your family. You don't want them to think that you done changed so much. And you done outgrew them and you acting like you better than them. When God does a new thing, some things got to change. You got to walk and talk a little differently. If I you, I wouldn't keep belittling myself to be face to face with somebody just to prove that I ain't changed. I'm still the same. I'm not the same Sheila that I was even three. Not now. Ain't gonna go three years. I'm not the same Sheila that I was yesterday. I should look a little different. But not the kind of difference that looks down on somebody that's in sin. Now, when he's saying remember not the former things, he ain't telling you to forget everything you ever done. Sometimes your testimony even encourages you to move farther. Because you don't even recognize you. Sometimes when I look back, even there's a, a couple of my old pictures that the Lord wouldn't let me get rid of to remind me of where I was. In that low place, that's why I can tell these young, young women, love yourself more. You don't have to expose your body to get some attention. Because it's going to get you some attention, but it's going to be the wrong type of attention. Yeah. Put some clothes on because your bow ass will see you with a robe on. Your bow ass will see you with a head full of rollers. You think that you just on the back uh, getting some out the car just to run out here and get it. Your bow ass will stop and say, who was that? Don't get me wrong, I believe in women looking nice and smelling good because that was a part of how Ruth drew her boaz. But I'm talking about when it comes to lowering your standard for attention because you will get it, I'm telling you. A man of God with spiritual eyes don't need for you to put and do all that on and, and, and put all that stuff on on the leg thereof for him to know who you are. Boaz went to the back of the field. I don't know why. I don't know who this is for. Boaz went to the back of the field. Rode past all the glamorous women. See, they knew who he was. So I'm just led to believe, Brother Stacy, that they were trying to fix themselves up and present themselves for this man to notice them. He rode right on past them and went to the girl in the back with her hair flying. She didn't have nothing fancy on. She was just trying to eat and live. And he said, who is that? Yeah. 
you're going to be my wife. Yeah. But I'm talking about God doing a reset. When God changed his anointing, when he switched the host, when he say, oh, your temple is pleasing for me to use, he's simply saying, I want you to do something a little different. Even than sometimes your mama and your grandmother did. We know that we, a lot of us came from some devout Christians. My grandmother worked faithfully, manual labor, five days a week, but she missed not one church service. She wasn't late for not one church service. But then even now looking back, I was saying, mm, as sweet and humble, and as much as my mother loved the Lord, I can see some things that God wants me to do differently. And it was instilled in me, so God has to do a reset. God said, I'm doing a new thing in this house today. Don't be scared of it. A lot of people now, they say, oh, I don't know if I want it. She ain't scared of it. Because where I done been, I done been to some low places. I, where I done been, I had to say, whatever I gave the world, I'm going to give it to you even more on this side. God said, I'm doing a reset in this house. I want y'all to act like what God is saying is this now. He's saying tree of life, visitors, members, and friends. Today, I don't care what the world got going on. I'm looking for some trustees. Who can I trust? He said, I'm looking for somebody to be a vessel for me. Who can I pour my spirit into? And then you ain't got to say what your lips say with your heart and your mind when you mean it. Say me, Lord. But when you say yes to God, you know it's going to cost you a lot. So I don't understand why you in the past conformed your spiritual gifts to not intimidate somebody. If they were who they said they were, God says you wouldn't have to worry about conforming not to make them uncomfortable. God said that's exposure. God needs for you to operate in your spiritual gifts the way he gave them to you. You're watering them down. God said he about to do a reset today. Yes, Jesus. I want you to hear from the Amplified. I know what's been spoken for this house. We don't have uh, electronics in here, but I did not have an Amplified Bible. And the Lord gave us the okay. Because I need for you to hear this word, Amplified. He says, do not remember the former things or ponder on the things of the past. Listen carefully. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me. Jackals and ostriches 
because I have given waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I give drink to my people, my chosen. Yet you have not called on me in prayer and worship, O Jacob, but you have grown weary of me, O Israel. You have not brought me your sheep or your goats for your burnt offerings, nor honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened, burdened you with offerings, nor wearied you with demands for offerings of incense. You have not brought me sweet cane with money, nor have you filled me with the fat of your sacrifices, but you have burdened me with your sins. You have wearied me with your wickedness. I, only I, am he who wipes out all of your transgressions for my own sake. And I will not remember your sins. Remember me of your merits with a thorough report. Let us plead and argue our case together. State your position that you may be proved right your first father Jacob sinned, and your and your spokesmen, the priests and the prophets, and your mediators have transgressed against me. So I will profane the officials of the sanctuary, and I will consign Jacob to destruction, and I will subject Israel to defamation and abuse. All he is saying is I had to take it from them. He said all he is saying in his word is I've been so faithful to the church and the church won't be faithful to me. He said you're always talking about when God bless me, what I'm gonna do. He said I can't trust you what I've already blessed you with so why do you think that I'm gonna bless you with something else? But now he said a reset yet again church I'm about to do a reset sister Bonita yet again he's about to do a reset these are sister Courtney babies somebody tell sister Courtney instead of sending her children to the house of the Lord she better be running yeah. here cause just like the word was for brother she out yes. Yes. of the court but she ain't out the woods somebody tell her praise God yes. somebody tell her yes. she need to be here yes. glorifying the God that delivered her we can intercede for so long for these people until it becomes an interception. God says he wants to hear from them for themselves. He wants them to come to him. And if nothing else, if you don't have to know how to articulate, I'm so sick of people talking about I don't pray like you. I don't preach like you. I don't know how to you. God, just like you talking to your homeboy and your homegirl, you talk to them and you let them know that you're grateful. Praise God. You're doing a reset. This church will look different than the other churches. And I ain't trying to put us on the 
matters, this, that, and other. I'm talking about when it comes to that systematic stuff. Because whatever God said, it goes, sister in Christ. Whatever God said, it goes. I don't care what we got on program. Praise him. Y'all know I sent out a message. God said, nobody sing. We got to learn how to command this atmosphere. And we ain't finna be up singing and speaking stuff that we ain't walking in. So we talking about my redeemer lives, we better act like it. So those spirits won't be able to flow freely here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If it's a reset of the anointing, we ain't got to have people push them down, bring them back up, push them down, bring them back up. You ain't got to do all that. The Bible tells me that when Elijah sat back and watched all those false prophets prophesying and doing all this systematic stuff and all these rituals, and they started at the beginning of the day. And then he just sat back. And then the night started to come. And they were still frantically prophesying. And when nothing happened. Then the man of God. That was truly anointed. Just stepped up. And said Father God. It's you that I'm calling on. It's your that I'm relying on. And what I'm simply saying is. You ain't got to do what everybody else is doing. To say that you are a man or a woman of God. Seminary, okay. All these different training programs and all these they okay. I believe in sharpening the sources. But I just don't believe that none of that can pour the anointing into you, do you? Only God can give you the anointing. And only the anointing can destroy the yoke. Somebody in here ought to be able to say, God just sent me to the council today. I don't know about nobody in there. And he'll tell you who to go to and who to touch. And just simply go to them. If they receive it or not, it's up to them. And say the Lord sent me over here to lay hands on you. And I'm decreeing and declaring that when you take that test stand, that when they test for God come back, ain't gonna be no cancer. That's walking in a different kind of anointing. And it's gonna cost you something. Because it costs you it takes a different kind of faith for you to sit up and tell people what that says the Lord. And they sitting up telling you now. Not me. I maybe you tell me somebody else. And then three years later, Pastor, I believe that word for me. A truly appointed and anointed man or woman of God in this reset season, when you deliver that message that God is telling you to, to deliver, if they reject it or not, that's between them and God. But you start telling them, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you what thus says the Lord. And I've done what I'm supposed to do. And you shake the dust off your feet and you keep it moving. An anointing on you. But you ain't walking fully into it. Yeah. You're still not there. I see you sitting at a table with the Bible. I see you being broadcast. Yeah. I see you being broadcast on you, your table, and your Bible. You're going to teach, but you're going to teach on a grander scale. People are going to watch you uh, even from afar. Praise God. Yes, yes Jesus. Yes, Lord. God doing the reset. Yes, Lord. Even me, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Even me, Lord. I want you to pour more of your spirit into me. The enemy got y'all scared. Because I know the anointing costs you something. I know every time God get ready to bless you, you go under attack. You come under attack. But God said, with the anointing, I'm going to give you some wisdom. I'm just dropping into your spirit today. Because some of you have taken it and set it down. He said, put on your full armor. Somebody better study every piece of that armor. And understand what it means. He said, put on your full armor. This is what I love about it. Because he said, we're not wrestling. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood. These are principalities. And these are rulers. This stuff bigger than you and I in the natural. Let me tell y'all something about Satan. All these supposed to be so anointed people. If you had any godly wisdom, you'll know he's real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired of Christians saying we're not going to say it's the devil. We're going to do something different in this house. We're going to say it's the devil. We're going to put on our full armor. And what I love about it, he just said stand. And then when you get knocked back a little, he said then stand. But he never said this one for you. It's turn your I cast out the spirit of fear. Yes, Lord. Let this mind that's in her be the same mind that was in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The father of lies keeps whispering in your ear. And he said it starts with a thought. If you'll begin every time he try to put that bad thought, that thought of sickness, disease, failure, lack in your mind, he said, call on my name. Just call on the name of Jesus. Just call. Sometimes we too weak to do, sit down and do a prayer. Even me, Lord. Sometimes I be so weak, I know. I need to be on my knees and I can't. When my daughter was under attack, I knew it was attack. It hit me so fast and so suddenly. All I could do was sit right here. Everything they asked me, I asked them. They said, how's her breathing? I said, how's her breathing? Sometimes you get too weak. That's what I'm saying. When God does a new thing, it's all right to admit I'm human, God. I'm flesh, God. And I feel, and even right now, God, I'm going to need for you to renew my strength for me to go this battle. I'm willing. 
But I need a renewed strength for this one. So don't be scared when he said, I'm looking for a vessel. I'm looking for a trustee that I can work my miracles through. Y'all gonna be jumping down. Just like y'all was on one and say y'all don't want a new car. New because where the anointing is, I'm saying, let me, let me just tell you now why you ought to be jumping up and down. I don't care what the enemy that made the church say. He ain't bigger than God. And I don't care what's going to come with the anointing. God said many are the afflictions, but I'm going to deliver you from them all. He said, I don't care what's going to come your way. I'm going to raise the standard. So you think you're dealing with levels now. He said, I'm trying to take you to a new dimension. Don't be scared. Yes, Lord. To step up to the plate today. I heard that. Just keep hearing y'all real quiet. When I say God looking for a trustee. And see this. Then that's when you can jump up and down. About even the material things. Because where the anointing is. There is no lack. Where the anointing is. He's going to see about your heart's desire. That's why I told the Lord, I tell you, stop telling him what you don't need. A long time ago. You were saying what you were content with. And he said, I came so that you can have life. And you can have life in the abundance. Stop letting the world think, make you think that it's wrong for you to drive the fanciest cars. And eat the best food to the best place. And live in the best houses. Now if they telling you that you can live any kind of way. And get these things from God. You better tell them y'all need a reset. Because the God we serve. The God I serve. According to his word. You got to line up. His word don't change. We got to So one last time. I just think you deserve a different response. God said, I'm about to do a reset. Now all he's saying is do something different. It's not that when he does bless you, he already testing you. That's what he's saying. For God to see fit for him to put more of his spirit in you. He said, I don't put more on you than you can bear. If you're not ready for a level of anointing, God will not pour his anointing into somebody that is not ready or qualified for his anointing. Now, once it is poured into you, because we are human and we are in the flesh, we have choices and decisions to make. Don't be like the servant with the one talent. I'm just going to put this over here and do this. So when God has what I did, whatever God has already blessed you with, challenging you to be a faithful steward today. You are called to teach. 
you teach the word of God like you ain't never taught before. If you've called to intercede, you pray on others' behalf, even though folks know they're coming against you. And I really can't stand the spirit, remember. It's the spirit you can't stand. Never before. Whatever it is that God has trusted you with, be faithful with it. Even your time. God gonna take care of his children. Have you tried God with your tithe and your offering? Do you see what happens? Let me go back here and ask the Walker family. the Lord with your tab and all. Do you see what happened? Have you tried the Lord with your tab and all? You see what happened? And it was challenging for this baby. And right when she started tithing, the devil said, I'm going to shake her. I'm going to take the job. And God said, now that you have been faithful ah, over the little things, you and baby Brandon, I'm going to reiterate that word before it even happened. Won't want for nothing. Won't have to beg for nothing. You won't miss a beat. Try serving God when you don't feel like it. I see some of these folks come from work. I know they be tired, and I know what we have to put up with on these jobs, all these spirits. Brother Patrick, the Lord said, when you ain't working, you need to be at prayer. He requiring more from you. But just try being faithful and watch how God abundantly bless you. I'm not saying that ain't nothing going to come against you. He said the weapons were going to form. But there's a but. They will not prosper. The enemy can get in these scans. Y'all didn't know that? That's why the Lord told me do not go for that mammogram. In the month of October, he told me why. He said, witches, I don't know that talk. He said, they fasting against the church. Different religions fast against the church. I know that. I know y'all know that. They praying against the church. And there are certain seasons that they draw strength. More portals are open for them. So the Lord told me, do not go and let them do no mammogram on you. The doctors are already saying what they see, and I'm finna blow their mind. But don't go and let them do a thing with the enemy 
has some authority in that season. Because they're going to come back with another ear report if you do. So I told my doctor, anytime after November the 1st, mm -hmm. we can go when we did the scans, it was no So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid for God to say, okay, yet again. So y'all finna see someone's highly anointed, appointed people fall, and that ain't nothing I'm praying for. That's prophecy. Isaiah prophesied. He said some people finna fall yet again. For God to take something, that means if you were once anointed in something and God take it, you finna fall. And every death is not physical. A spiritual death is when you see all this stuff, these evil spirits, and all this stuff is just tormenting you. When you thought you had the gift of healing, and you know, God, I know that once I used to be able to touch somebody and they be healed, God said, get that house back in order. I celebrate this message today because we're on the end of it where God said, even if it's some stuff that we need to do differently, I'm doing a reset today. Even if we didn't always please him, he's doing a reset today. You and I, the opportunity to be an even better shepherd today. Do differently than we did before. I celebrate him. I'm happy about the fact of not being one of the ones just being, because he said he'll make you a mockery and a bower amongst the people. So I, I nothing worse to me than seeing my heart goes out. I don't celebrate when I see a man or woman of God that's been rejected because you can see it with your spiritual eyes. My heart goes out to them. But there's nothing worse than seeing somebody up here. And don't y'all know the level that you are anointed on if you're rejected, that's the level you're rejected on. So if you got this mass group of people sitting under your leadership and they, they're being led by, by your leadership and you fall, can you imagine the humiliation? That's why the, the, the suicide rate has increased so greatly in ministry. It's the enemy telling them, you might as well go on and kill yourself. God done rejected you. Ain't no hope for you. You might as well just go on and kill yourself. But today, in this house, there's a reset. Praise God. We glorify the name of Jesus. That's the word. That's all y'all gonna give God for his word. 
I believe if God is doing a reset, it's called for repentance. Since I, I always believe in, believe in repenting if God has given me another chance to see myself and to see how I've displeased him. I believe that there's calls and call for repentance. It's business, but different. It used to be when you came to the altar, it was systematic. Because God said you would leave here and you still go do whatever. But I'm believing that now when she's at this altar, it's conviction. Once again, you just heard from Trib Life Christian Ministries. I am Pastor Sheila. God gave us that word to share uh, with you guys. I pray that it enlightens you today. I pray that it bless your spirit as it did ours. We just thank God for his mighty hand. We thank God for his comfort and his peace during, during these trying times. We pray that something was said in that message to bless you, to, to give you clarity. We make ourselves available to you. I pray that each and every person that heard that sermon and that's listening to me right now has um, chosen God and, and professed him as your Lord and Savior. If you need to know more about God, feel free to give us a call. We are here for you. I just wanna share our location with you. Again, our address is 111 Broadway Drive, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, 39465. And our number is 470-377-1422. And until next time, God bless you.